0: Then I think you need to realize for yourself how much are you willing to invest in it because it's a myth that social media is free, it's, it's not. There's a only the opportunity cost is quite high because you need to spend time or hire someone that will spend time on this.
1: Welcome to the 2X E-Commerce Podcast Show, where we interview founders of fast-growing seven-and-eight-figure e-commerce businesses and e-commerce experts. They'll tell their stories, share how they 2x their businesses and inspire you to take action in your own online retail business today. And now, here he is, the man in the mix, Koonlay Campbell. This episode
2: is brought to you by Remarkety. Remarkety is an email marketing platform specifically built for e-commerce businesses. With Remarkety, emails are automatically triggered by shopper behavior and purchase history. With a few simple clicks, Remarkety allows you to recover abandoned carts, win back inactive customers, make product recommendations, deliver newsletters, and a whole lot more. In other words, emails you will send through Remarkety will be highly targeted, with glaring improvements on your open rates, click rates, and most importantly, conversions. You're also able to track revenue generated from every single email sent by Remarkety. Try Remarkety absolutely free for 30 days, no credit cards and no contracts. To sweeten the deal, 2x e-commerce listeners can get Remarkety for 30% off an entire year using the coupon code Podcast30. That is coupon code Podcast30. Visit remarkety.com to learn more. Remarkety is email marketing for e-commerce simplified. Hello, I'm super excited to introduce today's guest. He's my first non e-commerce guest in the traditional sense of e-commerce, um, just due to the fact that his website does not have a shopping cart. But he has a lot to share today with us about influencer marketing on instagram how they've managed to build their instagram account um to forty two thousand one hundred followers and counting they're into sell well brokering yachts uh, they're a yacht well listing or portal and um it's been around since 2014. He's a 20-year-old um, entrepreneur, born in Moscow, raised in Monaco. Um, he's currently in London um, as a student while running a business with five staff um, in 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 London and in Monaco and and Russia. Um, and the social media reach every month is close to well, I think it's more than half a million. You know, they they reach out to half a million people every um month on on social media um so without further ado i'd like to welcome to the show dimitri semenikin welcome to the show D- dimitri thank you thank you brilliant brilliant i've said a bit about you but um, i think you'd be the best person to to kind of you know um tell us about yourself so could you take a minute or two to just um, tell listeners um, more about um you you
0: yeah, sure. So uh, as you said, I was born in Russia, moved to Monaco when I was four, finished high school here. So that's for where the yachting side comes from.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And then I moved to London to study mathematics at King's College.
2: Mm.
0: And I've been there for two years.
2: That's brilliant. That, that That is brilliant. So where are you now at the moment? Are you in London or Monaco?
0: Uh, right now I'm in London. Okay, okay.
2: And how often do you do you sort of um you know commute between um, london and monaco
0: uh well between london monaco and moscow i think <laughs> a, few, a few times a month
2: wow. wow wow that's that's a lot of mileage <laughs> okay yeah. um yeah so um another th- quite interesting thing about your profile is you have authored how many books five five and there are they business books are they <laughs> what, what genre
0: uh, they're actually science fiction books
2: Wow that's quite interesting um why what what's your fascination with with science fiction and um, yeah you please tell us a bit about your books
0: <laughs> well I I actually uh, the first book was published when I was 12 years old
2: okay
0: uh, so uh, at that time I had much more free time so I had <laughs> I had to do something and the uh, options are limited you know when you're twelve years old you come a okay. company you have to do something else. <laughs> So that's why I started writing, uh and because I like the genre as well. Okay. So uh four the first four of them were in French and the fifth one was in English. Wow. And uh I think it ranked for a month or a bit more on the Amazon top hundred list.
2: Not bad. Not bad. with on Amazon UK or USA? Uh UK. UK. That that is not bad at all. Because um, I was going to ask you about the language of what did you write it you know in because um, from your LinkedIn profile I see your um, your bilingual in um, Russian English French and you speak professional Italian and a bit of Greek yes that <laughs> Interesting. Very, very interesting. So um, from a background standpoint, um, are any members of your family um, entrepreneurial in in a sense? Uh, Are you the first entrepreneur or do you come from a family
0: Uh, of entrepreneurs? (laughs) Uh, My father uh, runs a big construction company in Moscow, Russia. Mm -hmm. And uh, my mother runs um, an art uh, foundation in Moscow as well. Okay. Okay, and so. before that, it's mostly academics and uh, scientists.
2: Interesting, interesting, interesting. Okay. Um. Now let's. Uh, you're you're twenty. You're twenty years old. Nineteen. Uh, nineteen. You're nineteen. Well, wow, okay. Interesting. Okay. Right. Um. And when did you start the business? This um um yacht Haber? When did you start yacht Haber?
0: Uh so we started in the December of last year. Okay. Uh, so we've been running it for a year now.
2: Okay, so from December to 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 this year for one year, and in in twelve months, pretty much, you've been able to get forty two thousand followers on Instagram. What has been your sort of most effective means of marketing and in, in for for your tapper?
0: Um Well, uh, the fir- the first thing is you have to get there early. Mm. When we started the Instagram account, uh, the yachting industry hadn't migrated to the social platform yet. Mm. So the only competition we had were uh, mostly non-professional influencers Mm. that had large followings, but they weren't regarding it as a business. So they were uh, less invested in that. And uh, from that, you know, we had to reach out to the... um, to their Instagram profiles, writing comments, I think is a good way to start out. Okay. Because it's, uh, puts emphasis on the brand. Mm -hmm. Then for, for the yachting business, you know, it's, there's something that's easier than in other industries because you're sharing sort of beautiful images. Mm -hmm. So there's more engagement. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: And then we just reached out also to all the, uh, the key people and key brands that were already on there, so that they would follow us, okay, so that basically each person that has an interest in yachts just at that point looked at who others involved were already following, and we were on each list, so that definitely helped in the beginning
2: okay okay, okay okay so let's let's take take a few steps back um with regards to when you started, so you started in December of 2014. Yes, like, and um, the first thing you did was to identify influencers, and most of them were hobbyist um, yachts. you just, you know, yacht, probably yacht bloggers, and you know, people who who just like yachts and were building up their Instagram followers. Now, what kind of followers did these yacht influencer accounts have um, when you first got into um, Instagram?
0: Ah, uh, so yeah, the first problem was that these people mainly had uh, followers from yachting um, uh, enthusiasts, not exactly a uh, target client base. But mm. but we still had to build the following, so we started off with that. I think at at that point, it Instagram hadn't gone so popular as it is now, so their followings were smaller than ours is today. Okay. Was about five thousand people, maximum ten thousand people on those accounts. Okay. So we had a a lot of them died since. So, mm. you know, we had to look for new ones every time. Mm-hmm. And uh, making sure the smaller accounts that were target ones, especially from shipyards or brokerage agencies that weren't very active all followed us because they had the particular client base.
2: Okay. 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 And, um, I, I, I want to be clear with regards to your business. Um, so with, with, with your Tapper, do you, how do you guys monetize? How do you make money off the back of, of your Tapper? You have a huge database. Um, I think the total value of your and your databases to the tune of $5 billion. Um, so, so how many yachts in your database and how are you monetizing this data as a business?
0: Right, so uh, right now there's uh, 1,300 yachts in our database which okay. are worth a combined $6 billion. $6 billion, okay. Uh, and um, the way we monetize for now is for advertising mm-hmm. both on social and uh, web. And then we're going to develop uh, new features as well in the future. To help in that regard.
2: Okay, okay. And um, would you mind ask? Um, would you mind sharing what kind of revenue you've done in the first year of business?
0: Well, uh, so at this point, we're uh, we've passed the, the break even point uh, about six months into running it. So in terms of revenue, we're probably for this year around um, 40, fifty thousand So um, that's sort of the range in which we're at now.
2: Okay. Okay. Forty, fifty thousand dollars, euros, pounds. Uh dollars. Dollars. Okay. Right. And from the from from from, from what you guys do, you, from the advertising, are you advertising on behalf of the owners? Is that how you're getting the revenue off off the back of the owners?
0: Or uh, no. So it's uh, the way the yachting industry works is that the marketing of the vessels is uh, done by central listing agents similar to the real estate.
2: Okay. Okay. Where they
0: have one broker representing them and then they are in charge of their marketing.
2: Okay, so the brokers are actually bringing in their um their, their portfolio of of, um, of yachts and then you know you when you get a deal with with a broker you you then you know over, so he may have or she may have 100 you know um, yachts in there in their, in, their day, in well to sell and um you bring their portfolio on there. Is is that kind of like the case yes. um, okay okay
0: yes that's sort of uh, okay. and then we have we've developed several applications to help accelerate that process
2: okay 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 now with regards to the instagram do you manage instagram yourself or do you have a team of people who who manage the the instagram account
0: uh so uh for the instagram account i do it myself because it's um it doesn't actually take so much time now as it did before. Mm-hmm. Uh, but with regards to the other social networks, that's uh, our news editors that handle that part.
2: Okay. And how? what's been the most effective channel um, for you as a business um, that's sort of um, driven the, the most amount of revenue, um, direct revenue? What, what's the most important channel you you, you you sort of tapped into in the last one year?
0: Uh, I think uh, Instagram is definitely the biggest one in terms of um, direct impact because um, it generates a lot of brand awareness. But we've also you know, tried to go through different marginal channels to expand on that. For example, with uh, a search engine called DuckDuckGo, okay. with, uh, we have a partnership with them that for all the odd queries, there's an instant response that appears on top of search results, Okay. which links back to us. Then, you know, each time there's a new social network or something picking up, we always have to be the first ones there. For example, when Periscope, the streaming app, launched,
2: Mm
0: -hmm. uh, we picked up, I think, 50,000 likes in the first two days.
2: Okay, okay.
0: But then kind of the platform as a whole started being so popular, so... We've kind of slowed down on that as have all other people just because there's no interest there. But Google Plus also has a big, big channel for us, even though there's a lot of brands that I've written it off as a failure.
2: Okay, from a traffic standpoint um, or customers, because at at the end of the day, um, how do you sort of measure returns? It's probably off the back of... um, the, the contracts you sign with brokers who list on on the site so the key thing so what's a key performance indicator in the business is it kind of like traffic you're getting into the site
0: well we're consumer faced you know so okay. uh, the key indicator for us is not how many brokers sign up which is a consequence of the deal flow and traffic mm. but how many leads are sent out from the platform to those brokers
2: Okay. Do you make a commission off the back of um, any completed sales or are you purely no, we don't a listing? Okay.
0: We work uh, on the marketing fixed costs.
2: Okay. Okay. All right. Makes sense. Makes sense. Okay. So getting into Instagram as a as a channel, um, as, a, um, as your most important marketing channel, um, what top tips do you have or... Um, Have you realized in the last 12 months of of growing your Instagram following to to over 40,000 followers, what what are the key things? If you could sort of split it, give a number of um, key, uh, you know, we've done this number of things to our Instagram to kind of grow it. um, what, What would they be?
0: Well, the first thing you need to do is have a good account. Because if you if you post only promotional stuff of yourself, it's never going to work. Okay. People are will never subscribe to see only advertising. So you need to figure out a way to have news or updates about something else, or maybe creative ways to promote your brand. That's also an option. Uh, then I think you need to realize for yourself how much you're willing to invest in it, because it's a myth that social media is free. It's, it's not. Mm. There's a only the opportunity cost is quite high because you need to spend time or hire someone that will spend time on this
2: Mm.
0: because it's very time-consuming. In some instances, paying for advertising is actually more uh, beneficial
2: Mm.
0: because, for for example, now Instagram offers um, the opportunity to advertise directly on the platform. So if there's something... Strategically that you only need to do one off, you may not need to build the following uh, straight away, but you can just pay for those clicks mm-hmm. because it can be cheaper than uh, building out the following, especially if you don't need the need it daily.
2: Mm. and there's there's the direct response aspect because um, when you're you know buying um, the traffic or advertising, um, you could easily measure um, its impact.
0: Okay. Yeah, definitely. Because on uh, Instagram, as you know, there's no direct links. Mm. So it's very hard to measure the impact on it. It's actually only by talking to those people or tracking uh, conversions on uh, posting times that you can sort of figure out a little bit how it has an effect. But for paid advertising, you can uh, actually even get the cost per click for Instagram
2: okay 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 so um so we we you you, you talked about the time investment um with 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 twitter um you know having quality um post um and um the fact that you should actually you know if possible experiment with paid are there any other core tips that have driven the growth significantly driven the growth. Um, for, for, for the account, for, for your taba.
0: Uh Well, you need to get uh, key people following you. And uh, I don't mean people that have very large followings, but people that don't follow a lot of accounts. Mm. Because, for example, there's a lot of people who have a million followers, 8 million, hundreds of thousands, that are following only a select few accounts, maybe 50, 100 and uh, there's a lot of people who just go through those lists to see who they're following. Mm. And if you're on those lists, it's such—it's like you know—it's similar to in search, in organic search, to linkable assets, mm-hmm. because that's um, uh, places where you can get sort of organic and organic number of followers.
2: Gotcha. 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 That makes sense. That makes a lot of sense Because if You know um, I don't know Rihanna For instance um, Is probably following 50 people As you said um, And you happen to be On that list Given the fact that She's got millions Of followers Basically um, There's just a tendency That a certain Fraction Of Her followers Will Just naturally Want to follow All the accounts She's followed um, Just due to the fact Of her influence That makes a lot of sense Okay all right. Um, so, so um, with with regards to yachts Haber, how did you find these accounts um, that um, that that you know that have that have huge followership and, and don't follow that much? And how did you get on their list? How did you get them to to follow you?
0: Well, you can't exactly start by doing this. Like like I said before, first you need to have a quality account. Mm-hmm. Then you need to have some sort of. Uh, I think at least the first thousand people because people tend to sign up more easily when they see that it's a follows account. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, you need to engage with them. You need to comment on their pictures. Um, maybe get to have someone post, uh, someone they're following post one of your, uh, pictures with a link back. It's, it's difficult of Mm -hmm. course, but it takes time. I mean, uh, some of the biggest uh, people that are following us right now, we've done nothing to reach them particularly.
2: Okay.
0: They just discover the content through uh, an accumulation effect of, you know, everyone in the yachting industry following us, and then they just, when they see it a few times, then they follow themselves. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: But it definitely takes a few months to get a few of those people i mean right now there's people that have uh, millions of followers that are following us so for us it's easier to get discovered but if you're starting out an account you definitely need to have at least a month of content to go for that
2: okay okay and how much time um did you spend you said um you know more recently you don't you don't spend as much time on um your Instagram as you used to, so if we rewind back to December of twenty fourteen January of twenty fifteen and February, the first three months of twenty fifteen um when you started. Um, how much time are you putting on a daily basis? Because what one one thing I'm kind of um, you know thinking about is you know you talk about commenting and engaging that takes quite a lot of time you know going through all the feeds and you know things like that. So so how much time did you really? How much on a daily basis? How much time did you spend on in, in Instagram?
0: Oh, it definitely takes a lot of time. I think when we were starting it, we were spending four or five hours a day because uh, it was important for us to get... And, you know, once you start, it's not like you can do it for four or five hours a day for a couple of days and then stop, because people monitor at such an early stage if you're committed to that or not. Uh, I think that something that's undervalued, you know, it's effort, because Mm -hmm. we see a lot of uh, spammy comments, even on our account now, Mm -hmm. which sort of, like, we have the best furniture or luxury items, and that 's just not something people react to. You need to tailor each comment to the uh, the place where you 're posting it. Uh, you need to message those people pick uh, engaging content so I think at least four hours a day for the first month.
2: Wow and um well so so, so that's, that's a lot of time commitment and you know, a lot of listeners will be thinking about you know what the returns you know are but um i was just speaking to somebody yesterday and um we were talking about um some businesses that require a lot of upfront work at the start where you put in a lot of work at the start and you know after a period of time um it it just starts to sustain itself as a you know leaving you know, organism, really. It, it just, you know, starts to work itself and the amount of effort required to, to make it generate money, it, you know, just minimizes over time. So so I suppose with Instagram, it's the same thing. Four hours a day at the first, you know, for the first three months is a significant amount of time. So let's fast forward to today. Um, How many hours do you spend on, on a daily basis now on the account?
0: Uh, we still spend... Uh... I think an hour and a half minimum.
2: Still a lot.
0: Sometimes. So, you know, it, it still takes time. It's just less,
2: but <laughs> nice. it still
0: takes time because you need to respond to all those people that are messaging you. Right. You need, you need to keep posting uh, good content. Okay. Keep up with um, uh, competitors. So, you know, there's, and if there's your account slows down on growth, people notice it too. So, mm. It's kind of, you know, it's sort of like running a public company because now all this data is public for analytics tools. So, for example, if uh, for three months you gain 5,000 followers a month and then you drop to two thousand and a half, people notice it and they say, you know, they're slowing down. Mm. Mm. So you need to outperform yourself every month.
2: Okay, so, so what has been the growth like um, in terms of follow acquisition um, from... What what was could you so share what the growth over the last twelve months has looked like? How did you sort of um, if you have the data? How did you kind of grow from zero to forty two thousand?
0: Right. So uh, for the first few months, you know, we've we've taken maybe like a a month to get to a thousand followers, then six months to get to ten thousand, and then.
2: Six months them. to get to 10,000. Wow.
0: Yeah, because we needed quality followers. If you just get in the general industry, it's faster than that. Mm. And then for the last six months, we've grown about, uh, on average, 4,000 followers a month.
1: Wow.
2: Well, okay. Okay. So, so it started to sort of exponentially grow by month seven, you know, eight and nine. That's quite interesting. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. It's, it takes that time. That's what I was mentioning before. It takes mm. time to start those effects. And, uh, you know, especially for us in the yachting industry, it's a fairly limited market because there's not that much high-value clients Yes, because that's what we need to reach. But for more general brands that are selling direct to consumers without uh, such high costs, it can definitely be quicker. But the time investment is there too.
2: Okay. Um, Two things. Let's talk about content. And let's talk about frequency of publishing. So starting out with content. Um, I'm on your page right now on, on the Instagram page. You've got lovely, lovely photographs. I suppose these are photographs f- directly from your website or do you have to hire uh, a photographer um, to, 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 to to produce these these um, images or um, are these straight from your from your website?
0: Right. So since we deal with our website a lot with this, we do have a lot of images from brokers and also photographers who send them directly to us to get featured.
2: Okay, okay.
0: Um, but we still need to filter for a lot of them. We need to look at them, uh, sort of monitor engagement. I think we need we know from the first uh, half hour how well a post is doing and it's happened that we removed some images before because they were performing poorly.
2: I see, I see. So sometimes you just pull stuff out at, at what point in time um, what so at this point um, I'm on your on your on your page on the first two pages and every single post has 600 or more likes, right? So um, on on that basis if you posted today um, one image and um, So my question is, if you posted today and what sorts of pointers would let you know that this post is not going to perform to the quality you want it? And when would you take it off?
0: Uh, Well, so the general uh, rule of thumb we use is that in the first half hour, it needs to get 300 likes.
2: Wow. Okay.
0: And uh, if it doesn't, then, you know, it's sort of an indicator that that's something that's not uh, for our audience. It happens very rarely, I think we need to do it only maybe once a month. We okay. have such an occurrence. but when it does, you it's better to remove content that's performing poorly because that way you're reducing the risk of first of new subscribers unsubscribing.
2: Okay, okay, that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. Okay, now let's talk about frequency. How often do you um, publish? Um, photographs or, or videos to your um, to to your Instagram page.
0: Ah, uh, so right now we tend to do about four times a day. Okay. Okay. Uh, because that's uh, a rhythm that we found was best. But uh, there's a lot of um, research that shows that actually, if you post more often, uh, the posts would be performing less well. But the traffic and the engagement you can get is higher. But that depends a lot of, you know, on the industry, you know. Mm-hmm. In the, the high-end sector, you need to maintain the, the client base. So you can't afford to have a smaller client base responding more. But for more general audiences, I think it's better to post six times a day
2: six times a day okay okay so with regards to your situation where you post four times a day has this always been the case
0: uh no we've always you know we've gone for a trial and error process so there were times when we experimented with posting one time a day two uh or ten which is the other extreme to sort of find out what was the best rate Mm -hmm. and uh that was definitely the one that had the better retention
2: okay what what does your daily schedule look like are you publishing all four to go or um do you sort of you know do it every six hours
0: mostly in the morning uh, and uh in the afternoon from the kind of the period from uh 4 to 9 p.m is where we see the highest engagement
2: okay when people are awake okay right. um What about what's your advice for personal? Have you got a personal account yourself on Instagram?
0: Yeah, I do, but I don't. Well, I use it sometimes, but
2: not very often. Yeah, okay, right. Um, from for for people looking to build their their personal Instagram branch, do you have any tips in terms of frequency? Or
0: I think the frequency, if you can produce great content Mm -hmm. at because you know, when. When you're starting out, sort of the advantage you have is when you post something, no one cares.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> so you, you can you know you can go through a trial and error process. Like we we can't do that anymore because if we you know post stuff that turns out to be bad or behaviors that tend to be worse, that's going to have an impact.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: When you're um, and this is you know more like the lean startup philosophy, which not all people subscribe to, is that it's better to launch straight away mm-hmm. and get feedback than to you know prepare for months an account with content and then no one cares it's better to find out straight away um what people are thinking and if they want to see those pictures
2: absolutely absolutely i agree with you um right so are there any other sorts of tips like i've heard of people who go to like um particular influencer accounts and they would publish to them they would ask the influencer accounts or pay them to publish their content and get um them to be tagged on, on the influencers you know pages so they publish your content basically and then they say follow these guys have you practiced have you done anything like that on Instagram
0: uh, that's definitely something that a lot of people do we've never paid for anyone to do that because uh, there's a lot of people that just repost our pictures and news okay. So we so we see that organically mm. but I think if you're going to do that it needs to be an account at least the size of ours because and you need to see how uh, effective it is because there's a lot of accounts with a lot of followers that just bought them,
2: mm. and you
0: know, there's no real traction. Mm.
2: Mm.
0: And if you're serious about doing this, you need to use the monitoring tools to find out what's their growth rate. If they gained, you know, 200,000 followers in a month, that's clearly fake. So, you know, it, it takes time, you, there's no shortcuts. You need to really invest time in this. And uh, I think using influencers is not a bad way, but I think it's uh, at this point you can only use verified accounts because if you don't, it could just damage your personal accounts. Mm. And uh, advertising can be cheaper. Mm. depending on the sector for the yachting sector it's not because to gain reach to those followers you pay a lot more than for our pages but for some industries you need to test you need to run tests on the customer acquisition costs. That
2: makes a lot of sense makes a lot of sense. Okay so let's um, So, uh, uh, am I right in saying that um, one of the core um, pillars to your success are the Photographs, the quality of photographs in your account so um if i i'm a yacht um ent- enthusiast and um i come across your page just due to what i see i'm you know 50 percent more likely to 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 follow you know your your feed as compared to you know some other competitor in 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 the same space
0: yeah definitely the quality as i come Coming back to saying is a key aspect of this, because accounts that don't have high quality, ultimately they don't have the means to build a large follower base, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: because it won't just people don't have the incentives to follow you, and uh, it you know it depends for us the yacht harbor behaves in a lot of ways like a media company, so we need to have this readership. Some accounts don't if you need to promote specifically one picture and sell it, maybe the best way is not to build your account and to go through influencers so that they can market it directly. Mm-hmm. That's an option as well. Um, for us, the pictures obviously was a great way to attract new followings because you know there's a lot of people that want to look at the odds compared to you know, the... Industrial equipment. Mm. So that's definitely an asset okay. that not everyone has.
2: And I'm on your site now. And besides yachts, there's some really really interesting. Um, there's some other you know photographs that interest. I could see a mini, for instance, that's um, been hacked as a boat, a Mini Cooper yeah. boat. Um, I could see a sail, um, which is pretty cute. Um, and there are lots of interiors. Now, um, my final question around, you know, photographs really is what makes, in your opinion, um, a perfect photo on Instagram?
0: Uh, it needs to be high quality.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: There's a lot of people posting uh, low-resolution images and you just see that directly and it just doesn't work. Um, it needs to have the appropriate size because you need to fill out the whole screen, which for some reason not everyone does. And uh, I think we, we've we've seen this uh, a lot, that there's a correlation between the amount of light in the picture and uh, the amount of engagement it gets. Darker images tend to get less engagement.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Okay, fine. That's perfect. Okay, now let's talk about tools for growing an Instagram account. Um, What tools have you played around with in the last um, 12 months um, with Instagram? What would you recommend um, based on stuff you've tried and um, stuff you've retained and stuff you've um, had to ditch? Tools.
0: So, there's a lot of uh, different tools that get pitched to us, and uh, we can't try them all just because of time. Uh, But we've tried, we've experimented with uh, many of them. There's a range of apps that show just basic figures, such as like followers, engagement, and there's a lot of free uh, applications like that, which I don't recall the names, but they just show basic metrics. If you're really serious about, uh, building Instagram profiles, there's a series of, um, website that provide, uh, analytics. Uh, I think a free option is, um, it's called, uh, before it used to be, I think I, Square, and now it's, uh, Statigram, which is a free option. And then, uh, to really g- get professional accounts, uh, Development like us, you need to. I talked to a great startup in um, out of New York recently, which are called uh, I think uh, Social Gram uh, okay. or something okay. like that. And basically, what they do is they can show you the most valuable followers of uh, each account. Okay, so you can analyze any account, it takes a lot of time to process the data. For example, you can get to any competitor accounts and find out what those influencers are and the most valuable people that need to follow you uh, right now. But that's a pricier solution. It costs uh, 3000 a month.
2: That's a lot.
0: So, you know, it depends on how serious you are about running it.
2: Okay. Okay, I'm on the um, Crunchbase um, page. Mm. Okay, are there any other tools you so what tools do you use to manage your Instagram account on a daily basis?:
0: uh, On a daily basis, we use uh, one we, we use the social uh, rank um, I mentioned earlier, mm. which is the influencer for startup, which provides great data analytics. Mm. Uh, then we also use Minter. Which is a more often solution, but there's more analytics there. Okay. And. Um, Minta. Yeah.
2: Okay. I you. And
0: And then uh, a few. Uh, Instagram just basic the basic app, but you know I think it's just an amount of time before Instagram opens an analytics. Sp- API because they have to in some regards all the other platforms have them and when this happens Instagram marketing is going to get a lot harder mm.
2: okay.
0: because for now you know it's I think it's it's definitely harder but it's still possible to build Instagram followings
2: yeah.
0: uh, because on some platform it's not anymore I mean Facebook right now to build a, an organic reach in Facebook it's not the good strategy but going through paid facebook advertising that's a that's a cheaper option than adwords that not a lot of people are using
2: okay okay that makes sense um what about posting to instagram do you just um fire up the the app um on your mobile or um are there any desktop hacks for you know um posting images to your instagram account because you know I don't know about, you, but four, you know, posting four times a day can be stressful from a mobile device. So um, how do you sort of, you know, schedule that workflow? Um, we we
0: post to... from your mobile app. Wow. Okay. Because we want to, you know, get the same feeling as the user because the moment you start automating it, going through uh, publishing uh, backend, end I, I have the feeling that you sort of lose the feeling that the readership has which is going through the app. Mm. So mm-hmm. there. Yeah, I think you definitely should go through the app. I know there are some uh, ways to automate it, but I think you still need to confirm when you post a picture on Instagram.
2: Okay. 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 So, so yeah, this is, this is a really, really, this has been a brilliant um, talk. Is there any other thing you, you think um, I haven't yet covered that um, will be beneficial for um, listeners trying to build out their, their Instagram accounts?
0: Um, I think you need to consider uh, the possibility of uh, really investing in it because social media is not free. You know, there's, there's a lot of people who want to build out their social media accounts but they're not properly investing in it. And that's something you need to keep in mind. You need to figure out what's the time or uh, monetary cost that you're willing to invest in it.
2: That makes sense. Uh, I like that statement. Social media is not free. Okay. Um, before you, I let you go, uh, could you let our audience know how to find and reach out to you if um, they wanted to connect or you know follow you on social? Are you active in any social media pa- platforms?
0: Uh, right. So uh, you can definitely contact me on LinkedIn. Just uh, respond to all messages. So just look at the odd harbor on LinkedIn and you'll find me. Uh, I think you can always also follow me on Twitter, uh, which is uh, at uh, D T R I S K I N. Okay. Okay. Yeah, and follow us on Instagram.
2: Brilliant. I'll link to all um, your all 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 your accounts from the show notes and on this episode. Dimitri, it's been an absolute, absolute pleasure having you on the show. I appreciate your time and I appreciate you sharing um, all that you know around um, Instagram. And um, best of luck with your Tabba. Thank you. So, um, listeners, um, thank you for sticking to the very end of today's show. And I hope you found Dimitri's story about your tablet and Instagram marketing inspiring. To so download the show notes and read the full transcript, head over to 2xecommerce.com um, from the, about one week from the iTunes published date. For updates and tips to help grow your store, be sure to sign up to an email list um, over on 2xecommerce.com again. Until the next show, do have a fantastic one. Bye bye for now.